We are of a folklore heritage. We were conceived in the womb of beautiful words, birthed into a captivating world that we've spent eternity trying to name, tell, retell, and paint. Wrapped and cradled in stories, in our words create worlds. They transport, they mirror, they convict, they give lashings and hugs. They create and can never be undone. To hide between the pages of a book is to find pieces of yourself before you even were. Welcome to Turning Pages, the podcast that celebrates African literature from the continent and the diaspora. I'm your host, Vuvu Vena. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Turning Pages with Vuvu Vena. This week I want to discuss um, representation. It is something that I already touched on on last week's episode, but I just want to delve a little bit more into it this week. This topic is actually a very multifaceted and I find that in the times that I have seen people trying to convey their sentiments about representation it's always been a race matter that I've seen and I think that it is obviously more than that and I know that it's a tedious term because in the past year or two representation has been at the tip of most people's tongues in the literature space and I, I do not fault it at all I think it is a very important conversation but I think that sometimes with important conversations they can be a bit of an overkill so I really hope that this episode is not an overkill for you. I just wanted to come on here and tell you the the different ways in which representation impacts me when I'm um, interacting with a book. So for example the first time I've already mentioned in the previous episode that I had encountered a person of color that I cared to remember in a book was while reading Marguerite Poland's Shades in Matric which was set in the Eastern Cape in the settler years and still till this day the character that stands out for me the most I think was named Percy you're gonna have to forgive me guys my metric was a while back but I think the character's name was called Percy and I think that he was a black worker on a farm you guys are always welcome to correct me if I'm wrong I still have a copy of that book I haven't read it since metric though I've been meaning to read it and somehow I could never shake the feeling of this one black character. My first black character that I read in literature was nothing like me. Now, yes, skin color is exactly black and he happens to be in the Eastern Cape, which means that he's from my home province, but I could not identify past that. And maybe it's because he was male. Maybe it's because of the setting. Maybe it's because of how he was written, he was very inaccessible for somebody who couldn't understand his era, if you get what I'm trying to say. So I was delighted to see black people, but I did not quite enjoy, and especially in retrospect, the more I've thought about that book, that specific character, I did not quite enjoy how the black person or the person of color was portrayed in that character. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the entire book was trash. Actually, it's probably among my most favorite books because it's the one book that has stuck with me since Matric. Because obviously we were out there reading Shakespeare, vowing and acting, you know. So for me, um, I felt that there there was a little bit of a mismatch in terms of do I see myself in books or not? And then the second time I then came across black characters in books was with Toni Morrison's books. The first book of hers that I read was Sula. Sula was female. She was 
different, loved how she was portrayed, loved her story, loved her battles. But then once again, it was something that wasn't quite me because she was a black American at a certain point in time. Right. And I could relate up to a point. I could relate more with her though than I could with Percy. I want to say her, his name was Percy guys. You'll correct me with Percy in, in Marguerite Paulin's book. And then I also read Song of Solomon and I forget the, the, the lady there who doesn't have a, a, a navel. What's her name? That was my favorite female character on there, but I had the same issues. And that book was so um, rooted in, or I think was told, let me rather say, I think that book was told for the black American man. And it is such a powerful book. I'd encourage anybody who hasn't read Song of Solomon to grab it. But yet again, I saw people like me, but I didn't see myself in the text. And I guess obviously you wouldn't go looking to an American author to give you all that you are in a book. And I think that's something that representation or talks about representation that I've heard kind of misses that. Yes, I'm happy to see a black person in a book. Yes, I'm happy to see a black female in a book. Yes, I'm happy to see a black female lead in a book, but I'm also looking for myself in the book. So I'm happy to see my sisters. If you get what I'm trying to say, I'm happy to see my sisters. I'm happy to see my brothers. I'm happy to see a portrayal of my society, of my family, but I'm also while reading, hunting for myself as well. And it took me a while to find a place where I could see something that was similar to me. It took me a very, very long time. It was not until I read actually, you know, these were Cynthia Jaley's, um, happiness is a four letter word that I saw some, some characters that I was able to say, you know what, even if it's a marrying of these characters aspects, something in here makes me feel seen. And that is the sum total of what representation is. When we read and we don't find ourselves in books, it is heart-wrenching that you almost feel like do you really exist and i think that representation is an affirmation of the fact that you are alive you are having experiences that people like you also have and you are grappling with the same issues that a person who's your age in your kind of setting would grapple with which brings me to the other aspects of representation for me it's not just about gender it's not just about race but it's also about language it's also about setting and even when i'm reading books set in south africa i do get a little bit of excitement when i read books set in the eastern cape i think that when we talk representation or when people think that am i being represented in literature we have kind of limited it to just two very important things that talk to inclusion which is gender and and race but then it's not just that that matters so as i'm going to be reading obviously more african and more south african literature thanks to turning pages i'm really hoping that that part of myself or that hunger to find myself is gonna get even more fulfilled lately the book that i've enjoyed recently that speaks to the kind of thing that i'm hungering for is children of blood and bone by tommy adeyemi tommy adeyemi is a nigerian american author whose debut is children of blood and bone she at the end of last year launched the sequel to that book which is children of virtue and vengeance and on there the book is set in nigeria and she brings the art of young adult 
genre writing which has a lot to do with magic it has a lot to do with spells it has a lot to do with adventure it has a lot to do with it has a lot to do with becoming she brings that and she brings it alive on the nigerian landscape but she utilizes a black girl from nigeria to be the lead the main the main act the hero of the book and for me that's the one thing that has kept me wanting more of that story because suddenly when a child or a a young black girl reads that story they get to see something that nobody really knows how to reaffirm that they can be i don't know if this makes sense this is why it's so important even in other parts of society like politics like the film industry as in the arts anywhere actually in the the medicine profession in the science profession in the finance profession it is so very important to see people above us our seniors who look like us so it's so very important for countries to have the first black female president let's say for example as an example because that stirs something up in black females throughout that land and so it is with the different sectors of society when you see yourself mirrored in places where you haven't yet reached you know that certain things are attainable and i think that that is also part of like the the obama sensation that will always live that there's something that stirred in america when he was president because it gave people his very own message of yes i can and i can because i can see somebody has opened the path gone that way and therefore if he is there i can also aspire to something similar or something exactly the same so when you start seeing people speaking power into who you are through the words in literature books something in their changes or a penny drops in your head or stirs some kind of it's more than just passion it's not it's a mixture of affirmation and passion within you and for me when i'm reading a book that is a very important takeaway it must be emotional and it must be transformative so before i get carried away i'd like to thank you guys for coming back for episode number two we're really doing this guys we really are just let me know what your thoughts are over on social media platforms about representation and once again thank you so very much for tuning in i'd love to hear your thoughts about today's episode so why not search for me on social media on instagram i'm vuvuvena underscore reads on facebook and twitter and youtube i'm vuvuvena reads and you can also find me on my website which is www.vuvuvenareads.com and until next week i really do love you guys bye now